you know mumbai it's it's a beautiful city honestly i love mumbai to another whole level how do i even describe my love for the city i can't even start that's my guest harshika kher and trust me her excitement about bombay doesn't decrease a bit throughout the episode and you will find it out yourself on that note welcome to indian entropy and i'm your host sri hiruvanana this episode is a special one we discuss about how corona impacted bombay to its grassroots level how its infrastructure flaws worsened the situation migrants monsoon transportation trailer drivers like vada pav pav bhaji the situation of those shops and much more so stay tuned till end Harshika why don't you introduce yourself Hi uh, my name is Harshika Kher I am an MBA who comes from an arts background so a lot of diversity over there I've had a sales experience before where I worked with HT Media Limited and um, I've been living in Mumbai for the past 13 to 14 years and before that I used to live in Saudi Arabia so that's a little bit about me so much of diversity <laughs> Yeah exactly so much of diversity no wonder the good thing i did yeah exactly you know what uh, thinking about mumbai there's only one thing right now mm-hmm. which comes to mind it's corona right totally how is the situation over there where do you live and how is the situation in bombay right now so i live in andheri east in mumbai currently after dharavi we like the ward which i stay in has the second highest number of cases in mumbai so I think after corona what happened was that Mumbai became a ghost town it's like the city is always moving it's always on the move right and mm, in exactly. a day suddenly everything stops every people over here are very used to going out for their work related purpose college or just going out to have fun all of that stopped suddenly and it became a ghost town and then there was this exponential rise in cases too many cases started coming up and now we're the epicenter in india so that's what it is over here like i'm really scared because uh, this cases went too exponentially and i think it's not even uh, flattening right the curve right right so over, right now the growth rate has slightly declined in june that is but um, this has a lot to do with the way mumbai is kind of panned out it's a super dense city right there are mm. too many people living on a small piece of land and on top of that um, even our urban house planning system kind of shows a flaw over here because a large proportion of the city which is 45% are slum dwellers they occupy less than 10% of the land in mumbai yeah. what i'm trying to put across over here is that this exacerbates the density and it makes it even worse so mumbai already is a breeding ground for these cases which are there exactly because dharavi there's like 10 lakh people living in like less than hmm. what less than 1 km square right. of radius right it was it's too bad and do you think actually government is doing enough uh, steps taking enough steps to curb this so i'll tell you what if the government was taking enough steps to do something about this then the mass exodus of laborers and migrant workers which had happened that wouldn't have happened right these people mm. stopped earning um just overnight all of their jobs completely got wiped off and 
in some cases especially you brought up dharavi right so in dharavi yeah. slum dwellers have have stated that um, they were only getting 5000 packets of food which were meant for 10000 people so they're only getting half the amount of food supply that they used to get in this case what is a person supposed to do they go back and this is because of the shortages that are there so i think in these cases definitely there could have been an improvement along with that there is such a huge gap in healthcare infrastructure like we did not have enough beds to house the number of patients that we had there were around um, there's one bed for around 3000 people over here so that itself states that healthcare gaps are there housing plan, uh, housing gaps are there and even transport facilities have come to a stop so i think there are massive improvements that can be made in this case yeah yeah and hopefully things will get better but actually when you tell that the infrastructure is bad uh, mm-hmm. and uh, it actually scares you when when we talk about what scares me more is mm-hmm. the fact that monsoon in bombay yeah. and its effects on corona it mm-hmm. just scares me that thought just scares me right you know the thing is that usually before the onset of monsoons you have the people who come and you know clog out the pipes they manage the sewage and drainage systems in mumbai and everything and right now the laborers have gone back so a lot of people aren't doing this the people who come and spray repellents in your societies all of these people are gone and you know just to think about it the number of diseases that can just increase like malaria typhoid chikungunya these diseases are going to spread like anything now because of the fact that the workers that we needed are not there anymore over here so the monsoons i really don't know i mean i don't want to bring out a negative outlook completely on this but yeah it's something that we really need to think about and yeah the rains have already even begun yeah exactly hope we just need to hope for the best that this year's monsoon won't affect all won't uh, actually create a lot of problem in the situation we are already facing yeah exactly exactly that's an entire huge point that yeah, we need to bring out over there lot of serious stuff hmm. let's actually go back to probably like uh, i want to talk about actually how bombay's uh, pre corona world how bombay moves the people the culture mm-hmm. i think i missed that coming i be i stayed in you know that i, yeah. I stayed in two years and the hustle bustle life it's no more mm-hmm. as you mentioned it's like a ghost town yeah it there's is no bhaji, there's no vada pav there's nothing <laughs> Yeah exactly so i mean um, you know mumbai it's it's a beautiful city honestly i love mumbai to another whole level how do i even describe my love for the city i can't even start um i think mumbai is so much you know if i had to just put it its culture is exactly its people the people over here are so different it's a fusion city right you've got people from other states who come and live over here everyone you know everyone who comes they make it their home and exactly you know i think you've even seen it in various stand ups how people often mention that the people in mumbai mumbaikers are typically very sweet and nice and they actually it's are. a city of dreams i guess it's a city of dreams where actually people come here yeah. to just uh, achieve what they want that's a re- that's a way that's a situation where people understand each other right right exactly so we know the problems we face See, in our daily life a person they wake up in the morning and then everyone i would say this for everyone in mumbai they know where they have to go like they have a fixed destination ki today i have to go to office today i have got to go to this college today i have got to do this so everyone is so 
involved in doing whatever they have to do they don't have time to think about anything else they don't have time to sit and have fights with random people on the road or you know get involved yeah. in arguments for them it's like okay cool like theek hai ye ho gaya now it's time to move on and get on with the day so i guess that niceness is coming from there for the inherent fact that everyone knows that everyone is so busy in their lives so that is a huge determinant and why i think we behave like this and we you tell people have a certain set of uh, schedule every day hmm. wake up, you know? it's it's just that people wake up they the way they travel in bombay they just travel 60 kilometers in a day yeah they do it <laughs> actually just <laughs> nothing yeah people travel 60 kilometers they take the local trains which are now not existent yeah non existent local trains people exactly. right and I, i don't know like i don't think bombay can restart before the local trains start bro So I think there is no way. The local trains have started like for essential services this week itself, but only for essential workers. Only they can use the trains, right? And they have set up sanitization centers, spots, everything for people to manage. But uh, for the long run, like huge chunk of this population uses local trains. I mean, it's our lifeline at the end of the day. People, mm. as you mentioned, right, sixty kilometers, more than sixty kilometers in a day. That's a huge feat every single day. And I mean. for it to go back to normalcy where the same amount of people those tens of lakhs of people start using the local trains every single day that's going to take some time that's for sure it will definitely take some time that will take some time and in, in fact if uh, the local trains are not started and offices start running hmm. the kind of economic pressure it puts on people and yeah. also the time which people take traveling on bombay roads hmm. this narrow rugged <laughs> road Travel sixty yeah. kilometers in a day, and in fact, the economic side of it, because sixty kilometers, we just needed twenty rupees to travel in Bombay right. local train. Yeah, and yeah. coming to buses or anything, it's impossible. It will take four hours, five hours, and it will probably take two hundred rupees, which mm-hmm. a normal employee cannot afford. Yeah, exactly. Like the narrow, you know. In fact, there has been this huge rise in the number of two wheelers and four wheelers that people have purchased over the past few years. So and. that is probably what's adding up to the cramped upness and the traffic which is been there on our mumbai roads our highways are only so cramped and those are like five six lanes to travel on and even over there you'll spend an hour on the highway returning back and the evening traffic and that morning traffic wala situation so i mean i don't know if the local trains don't start anytime soon this is going to put more pressure on our roads um i think we don't have those many bst buses also to accommodate people if the local trains don't start at any point soon so that's another thing i mean it's so contradictory we are at the same time talking about how it will take time for local trains to start while also saying that economic pressure is going to build because the local trains haven't started it's the situation is way worse than what we think we're just living in the current situation but it's going to be very bad until this thing gets cured yes yeah i mean we're in dire need of a vaccine to be very honest to be very very honest and to a city like bombay it it needs more hmm. the way it relies on because it's all crammed up we cannot survive without human touch yeah physical we distancing cannot. is a dream over here it doesn't happen just like that social distancing i mean what we super dense city super density now that i add those two together <laughs> but yeah it's way too much over here I, and i mean like looking at clusters like dharavi there to it just gets exacerbated to a whole different level you know yeah because on a normal day if i walk on footpath in bombay on a normal day i can't 
there'll be like tons of people coming in from front from back if you take off the railway station like andheri it's just ocean of people yeah. i can just see heads <laughs> i can't see the floor even <laughs> exactly just, it's a dream in bombay you know if you ever come to the east side of andheri station there will be a queue for taking a bus that and the line of that queue ends at a platform also sometimes it's so long you are on the railway bridge that's how many people have to take that best bus in the morning and this is just how crowded it is i i mean i really don't even know what to say sometimes regarding this entire situation yeah it's unfortunate and the kind of food we people live it's, it's all i i'm really scared about the small shops here because mm-hmm. they actually the mumbai's vada pav and pav bhaji i don't think after 6 months probably in year after everything becomes normal mm-hmm. these these shops won't exist the normal typical vada pav or pav bhaji we have on beaches mm-hmm. won't exist because they're already gone they bankrupt completely that's a point where probably a part of the food culture will be erased without us noticing it because we are putting a focus on a major better or a major thing serious mm-hmm. crisis right i mean you know actually the thing is some of these food businesses have started in mumbai even though they are not supposed to but they have you will see a couple of pani puri walas who have already set up shop and they've started selling again and people are going there also very conveniently to eat for what reason that i really don't know but they yeah. are and the thing is i do agree with the fact that you know the way we consume all of this is going to change a lot in the next couple of let's say months or maybe even years um pav bhaji and vada pav this is again something that people live on it's the easiest thing you can have and it's also sufficiently filling you know that it's yeah. not that typical junk food that you would get anywhere else and you know um i think even when i was talking about this exodus earlier all of i had read an article recently where i read that all of these people who ha- who handle these smaller businesses you call them tapris in mumbai these right. tapri owners they have also gone back home so they have also set up they have also you know completely shut up shop they've gone back home your chai walas vada pav wala the one that famous one opposite mithi bhai he is running but other people aren't um so the way these businesses are operating have changed and i think the way we are also going to be having our food outside is going to change exactly i just can't imagine i can't just imagine post corona world mm-hmm. it's it's not going to be like pre corona it's not the way people think a lot of uh, fundamental changes are going to happen in the way we operate we mm-hmm. we travel we eat food and i think we just miss the best part of uh, staying in bombay both of us just graduating also <laughs> just feel like It yeah. just entered the world of freedom, yeah. where actually I can do things on my own. And end of the day, this is the mm-hmm. situation. I think for people who have recently graduated, they had a lot of plans to go out and do things, and suddenly all of those plans have completely vanished, and everyone's just forced to stay inside their home. In Mumbai, I can tell you, so many people like um, it's it's getting so difficult for them to adjust to this new normalcy right where you where you haven't met your friends for months you haven't gone out done the normal things that you're so used to doing because i mean the city is a thriving city the hustle bustle again i know i'm repeating this but this is what the city is about and suddenly someone just snatched it all away so um these things have really changed over the past few months and um with the new normalcy i think 
I think I guess when we go back and we start meeting our friends again, like completely normally, it's going to be very different. I think even in a way, we'll probably value it a lot more than we used to. Yeah, things gonna change. The 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 personal touch is gonna go to another level. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, That's definitely. All <laughs> hope is if everything is gonna be fine. Right. And and I'm gonna move to the final part. Okay. This is the all round where I'm gonna. test your top of the mind mm-hmm. uh, it's like a rapid fire round which karan johar asks random celebrities and you are my celebrity <laughs> okay i'm going to just tell a word you okay. can tell a sentence a word or name of person all anything all right okay okay i just tell one word you will repeat you will reciprocate with another sentence or a word all right okay? hmm. let's start weather unpredictable <laughs> Okay, like Bombay's weather. Hmm. Uh, that's uh, this is with reference to that only, na. That is unpredictable. You can't do anything. You don't know when it's going to rain. You don't know when it becomes sunny. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Chaos. Every day. <laughs> Delhi or Bombay. <laughs> Delhi or Bombay? With that was Delhi or Bombay, right? Yeah, Delhi or Bombay. Bombay any day. Biryani. Love. holiday destination uh turkey turkey hmm actually getting chicken now <laughs> don't tell me what about that i don't know how people going to react oh yeah yeah <laughs> non veg uh it's a need not a want interesting hmm chai or coffee chai of course chai is i think we have had discussions of chai and coffee separately where we have discussed that chai is an emotion coffee is an activity yeah. <laughs> in front of atel office if i remember exactly 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 right yeah yeah that's it bro that's it from my end anything you. you want to add um anything i mean i know we're in um, really sad times and it's a little bit low and gloomy out there but i'm very sure that in certain like in a while things will definitely kick back into normal the city will start running like how it used to some people are to already running around on marine drive for walks so we can't do much about that but <laughs> but it'll definitely um, go back to normal and things will be better than ever so yeah that's for that thank you so much thank you so much for your time it's always fun talking with you as thank always it's likewise <laughs> thank you bro thanks for coming in anytime anytime bye 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 Hello listeners I hope you enjoyed this episode of Indian Entropy If you like the show please do subscribe and follow us on whichever platform you're listening this podcast in It might be Spotify Apple Podcasts Pocket Casts or any other Once again thanks for listening and tune in